1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, joined by Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield as this, I guess it's a post-game podcast the Steelers (laughs) didn't play. It's the very end of the Steelers Can't Lose Week. That's also known as the bye week. And the AFC North is kind of a jumbled mess. We're going to talk about that. But let's bring in the co-host first, Brian Anthony Davis. What's up, Brian?
0: Hey, fellas. Good to be here. Steelers are getting a rest. None for us. No, never. Dave Schofield, what's up? Hey, let's...
3: Let's talk about what we've been watching around here, guys. This is crazy. I
1: I haven't. I, hey, like I, before we went on the air, Dave was like, you guys are going to do a podcast. You didn't watch anything. I said this on Thursday. How much football am I going to watch? Zero. And I haven't watched any. I've been keeping track of scores. Obviously, I'm interested in my FanDuel lineup, which mm-hmm. I was literally riddled with four four 425 players. So still a lot up in the air there. But I was che- checking the, the Bengals and the Ravens score. I'm like, what in the world is going on? First and foremost, before we get into this, Who were you all rooting for in this game? Because I had my reasons, but I know a lot of people on Twitter, when I asked the question to my ride or die crew, I said, who are you all rooting for? Brian, who were you rooting for in this AFC North
0: matchup? Well, if you took a look at the rooting guide, you would see that as much as you don't like him, you have got to root for the Bengals in this situation. And the reason why is because the Ravens, the more that they win, in a weird way, in a lucky way, in a two AM way, the more momentum and the more they start to believe it, and the more, and the better they get, and you know then they feel like they're invincible, and sometimes that carries on. The Bengals, it's dangerous to root for the Bengals, but you have to go with the uh, the team with the uh, better record and get them knocked down a peg. You know, the Steelers do have an opportunity to uh, play the Bengals again. And I think that this uh, this whole thing might come to an end. But right now, they're playing some very good football. but They still have two losses. It's
1: true. Dave, what about you? Who are you pulling for in this AFC North grudge match?
3: Oh, honestly, for now, you have to pull for the Bengals. And it's funny because... In six weeks from now, or I don't even know when the two of them play again. I didn't even look, didn't even care. There might be later on in the season that you're cheering for a different team. Because, I mean, think about it. Last year, how crazy was it that on on that Monday night fiasco, crazy back and forth game with the Browns and, and the Ravens, we actually had to pull for the Ravens because of the way everything was going in the standings at the time. So Yes, it might be different later on in the season. Now you're like, wow, the Bengals are 2-0 and in the division. Maybe we shouldn't be." you. Che- you know what? We can cheer against them other weeks. For this week, you had to hope that they pulled off, not because we wanted them to win, but merely because we wanted Baltimore to lose.
1: Well, I always viewed it as you just kind of wanted everyone else to try to come back to the pack. Like, you didn't want that one team. So if the Ravens would have won in week seven, you're looking at them at six and one. And then there's this muddled mess of everyone else. With them, with the Bengals winning, now they're five and two. They have the head-to-head win, and you have uh, the Browns are four and three. Who the Steelers play in Week Eight? So, Brian, when you look at the Steelers and, and the AFC North, how do you how do you view their chances now compared to last week?
0: I still think that uh, things can shake out with five division games to go. The back again to the Ravens, you know, you've got to realize, you know, somebody said, well, you know, the tiebreakers count. And I saw that in the live chat and they really do. It, but, you know, if the Ravens have one loss and they keep going and then they're far they're far away and then those head to heads in December might not count as much. So you need to get them back down to earth. So with the Steelers at three and three and the Bengals at four and two now, you know, it's basically a two game lead. But that could change November 28th when you get head-to-head and with everything else shakes out. Now, this team is not going to go forever and continue to win because they're going to lose some games too. The Bengals are going to lose. But right now on this day, the rooting guide says you have to go with the Bengals and you should be happy about a Bengals win and worry about the after effects tomorrow. Is a monster being created with them still winning and winning and winning? Yeah possibly but you got to take it and enjoy it because the Steelers needed that and that helped them so as far as the Steelers go if they can carry on their momentum and they get a win next week then the next thing you know they're going all the way to November 21st against a good team in the Chargers and then the Bengals the next week so they could really make up some ground so this win helped them so much so I like their chances
1: Dave, I'll ask you the same question. What are your thoughts about the Steelers? AFC North chances. Did they look any different for you in after week seven compared to even last week
3: in week six? Bottom line is the closer everybody is grouped, the better it is for the Steelers. when, when you're not the team that's out in front. When if you're the team that's out in front, you don't want people grouped at all. You want them spread out. Right. But if you're the one trying to catch up at this point, the closer everyone's grouped together, um, the better off. But you know what? You wanted wanted the Bengals to get that one? You can't. Honestly, right now, let's say – I know it's not because the Steelers are playing the Browns next week. But if it was the Bengals and the Browns next week, who would you have to be pulling for? Now you've got a route that the – hope that the Bengals – get another conference loss in there. So it all really, it's going to constantly be in mixed up and everything. And, and it's going to change throughout the season. You know, you, you really wish that, that uh, as much as you like seeing AFC North football, I also like seeing non-AFC North football. So every team has a chance to lose. So, um, but I like the Steelers chances. Now they, now it's all about them. They don't need as much help as they would otherwise. Now, with, with with everyone coming back a little bit closer, they can take care of their own business because you still have Baltimore twice, Cleveland twice, and the Bengals one more time.
1: Okay, let me ask you all this question. Steelers have five divisional games left. What do you think their record has to be in those five games to really have a chance at winning this division? And I know there's more games other than that, but just talking about the division ranking, rating or record, there you go. Brian, what do you think? Five games left.
0: Four and one.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think that one loss is to?
0: Hmm. I, uh, I'm still going to say Cleveland, possibly Uh, they could lose a game to Cleveland. It could be January 3rd, or it could be next week. Hopefully it's not next week, but the thing about that January 3rd game, things could be, that might not be as important at that point. Yeah. So you think the, the two ra- ravens, you think the ravens and Browns game. Oh, I definitely think the Ravens can be had. That's why this loss was so important because this is a back down to earth loss for them. This wasn't, you know, losing by three points. This was a shellacking. And when you get when you get beat like this, this changes luck because they were riding with a horseshoe up their patooties is what they were doing <laughs> the entire time. And from the beginning of the season, I mean, the Chiefs, the, all these games, the Lions, I mean, they were riding on luck. And when you ride on luck and you start relying on it, and then the next thing you know, you're like, all right, I've got this. You get stronger. You feel like you've got momentum, and momentum is a crazy thing. But when you get smacked, not smacked, you got punched in the face. And it wasn't a sucker punch. They came right up to you and said, biff, and knocked you down. And when, you, when that happens, I can see the next couple of weeks being rough for this team. And there's no one I like to be seen biffed in the face more biffed. than Mr. Harbaugh. Oh Wang. can't stand the guy. Wang Harbaugh. I, I got to <laughs> turn
3: it into a verb. I loved it. <laughs>
1: <Biffed>.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it was, at,
1: it was in Baltimore, too. Let's keep Even that in mind. It was in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Dave, I want to ask you the same question I asked Brian about five games left, what do you think the record has to be?
3: Yeah, well, I think Brian's right because here's the thing you got to remember about the Bengals now. They're 2-0 in the division and that's two of their three road games. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty big when you look at it in that in, in that light. But I I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. I think Brian's right. I think they would need to go 4 and 2 overall to have the best chance at the North. Um that other loss can't be to the Bengals. It can't be. Um, if that's it, then, then you, you really don't have a chance. There is a possibility if these teams just start, you know, going round robin style, where you, where you get everything thrown off, where we where there, a bunch of them are one and one against each other. It's possible that three and three could do it, but I really doubt it. I think it would take four and two to win the division. Um, and as for who they would lose to, I'm still under the adage of, I think the Steelers can win every week, so I'm not going. I'm not going to pick a game in week 17 or 18 that I think they're going to lose. I just want to see them get there by winning every week.
1: Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, we always say this. We say it every year, and that is, you know, the said the schedule is going to change. We all talk about the strength of schedule based on the last season's win loss totals, but throughout the year, things change. The Seattle game changed when Russell Wilson got hurt. Kansas City game, hello. And, that was like, oh, they have to go to Arrowhead. They're going to lose. Just put an L there. The Chiefs got beat 27-3 to by the Titans today. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, got banged up. He was questionable yes, return, I saw. So, hello. I mean, that game was what a lot of people would say guaranteed loss. I'm sorry. You're watching a different game if that's what you think about the Chiefs. I didn't mm-hmm. see any of this game just from the scores, just from the defense. The Chiefs are awful on defense right now. That's why there's rumors that – they might be interested in Melvin Ingram. I'm not buying that. But Dave, you probably saw more of it than either Brian and I did. So I ask you first, what's going on with the Chiefs right now?
3: Um, they're not a good team right now. Yeah. Right I mean, now. Yeah. But the problem <laughs> is, you know, what, what, what is hard. It? <laughs> yeah, we gotta play hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that's that whole right now. Never mind. Another how I met your mother reference. Um It's
1: do you want to go into your question thing right now? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, we'll get to it. What I was gonna say about about that is is you don't know if that's the same if they're going to be playing. Right now they're ripe for the picking, but come December they might not be. You know, kind of like the Steelers in week three, they were, they were sitting there with no outs, none of their starting outside linebackers. They were ripe for the picking for the, for the Bengals. They weren't playing well. They hadn't figured out an offense. Their offensive line hadn't come together. That's kind of how the chiefs still are right now. The problem is the Steelers don't play them until December. I wish they played them next week. (laughs) <laughs> because of how it goes. But yeah, I have three kind of questions to you guys and 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 Jeff brought up one of them here here with with Kansas City. The first one is what I'm going to ask right now. Who's the biggest AFC poser? Who's not really a contender? The Ravens or the Chiefs? Who's going first?
1: I'll go first. I'll say that in terms of schedule, it's obvious you would say that the that the poser is the Chiefs because they have the worst record. But I say the Ravens are the bigger mm-hmm. poser. I don't think the Ravens are that good at all. And like Brian has said, they've had a horseshoe up there, patootie, I think was the word that he used. Um, and they've been <laughs> riding Lady Luck for a long time. And it it, you, it runs out. Look at last year, last year for 2020 Steelers. It, there are a lot of people that say there was luck that carried them to 11-0, and then look what happened down the stretch. I say it's the Ravens. What about you, Brian?
0: absolutely you've got to go with the Baltimore Ravens that's not easy Dave is right when he talks about the schedule and the December Chiefs because they might get it together like the Steelers are getting it together if you look at the Steelers early schedule you look at the Raven the Raiders excuse me you'd much rather have the Raiders in December because I don't believe in them whatsoever I would have rather had them then when they're uh when they're struggling to get to 500. I think that's a different game. I we could probably all agree now that the Steelers right now going into week 8 are a different team than they were in week 2 or 3. So yep. they so these teams do improve. You know, I'm never going to count the Chiefs out. Until it all falls apart. And the thing about the Chiefs, if you look back in history to the Steelers, one of the greatest seasons that they had that they did not win a Super Bowl was 1976, and they started off very poorly. I believe it was. Help me out, Dave. A one and four one record and four? to start. One yes, and four. they had an amazing defense that year. They probably would have won a Super Bowl again if Bradshaw, excuse me, uh, Bradshaw was banged up. But if Harrison Blyer, two one thousand yard rushers in that season are not playing if they're playing they're probably going to win that Super Bowl but they were hurt in that game. they tried to uh, ride Reggie Harrison and it just didn't work and their luck ran out that week. so um, <laughs> so with that being said, you know this team, they can continue to lose right now. Then suddenly turn around and get it all together. We've seen that with teams like the Ravens in the past with the Patriots. Remember in Super Bowl years with the Patriots, they start off two and two. Next thing you know, they're unbeatable. You know, they reach that low point and they're like, enough is enough. We saw that in 2005 with the Steelers. It's like Bill Cowher comes in and says, Boys, it's December 11th. We're taking on the Bears. You have got a series of eight one game playoffs at this point. And what did they do? They won eight one game playoffs. So there you go.
1: Yeah. Dave, in the words of Drew Rosenhaus in the driveway of Trello Owens. next question.
3: Next question. All right. So we talked about who's the bigger <laughs> poser. I'm, I'm giving you two choices that are still on the Steelers schedule. Who's the hotter team right now? Is it the Cincinnati Bengals or the Tennessee Titans after they just defeated the, yes. you know, who started off rough? And then just beat the Bills and the Chiefs back to back weeks.
1: Right now, I think it's the Tennessee Titans. You're talking back to back wins against two of what a lot of people said were elite or top of the, you know, top shelf teams in the AFC, whatever you want to, however you want to call it. My goodness, they, yeah, you say what you want about the Bills not kicking a field goal on Monday Night Football and Josh Allen going for the sneak and slipping, whatever. But the Titans have found a way. And this was a team that early on they were getting shellacked and everyone's like, what was going on with Tennessee? They've raided the ship, but that's a really tough question. I'm going to go with Tennessee. What about you, Ryan?
0: Can you give me the other team? Because I was listening to Tennessee, and I completely lost the other team. Well, in my Cincinnati. Head.
3: Cincinnati. Who, oh. who they have lost out of their last five games? They did lose in overtime to to Green Bay in there, but other than that, they've they've won four of their last five. It's a great loss, by the way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a Cincy loss. Um. In the words of one Mark Davison, who is on the live chat and hates the Bengals, Bungles will be Bungles. And I kind of think that they're going to co- go back into that. I think they're getting better. I just don't think that they are the team that they need to be right now. There's still still some suspect uh, suspect units in that lineup. I do absolutely love what Joe Burrow does for that team, teaming up with Joe uh, Burrow. Jamar Chase, I think they're a top duo. I think Burrow is for re- real and I've been singing that for a while and I got to say I I think he's the least objectionable out of all the other mm-hmm. AFC North quarterbacks. Well, there's two others. I'm not talking about Ben. But <laughs> the Tennessee Titans, I think they're going to get stronger and things need to start to get together for this team and they started off, man, they got they got killed by the Cardinals in the opener. And the Cardinals, of course, are. We're finding out the Cardinals are for real. But then they—it's kind of like the Bills. They got smacked in the face week one. Like, all right, we're better than this. And they—they they put everything together. They've got the best running back in the league. They've got a quarterback they didn't that, have a
3: very big day today, believe it or not, other no. than throwing a touchdown on their opening drive, which was interesting. So sorry. Go ahead. But but it's it's
0: just a situation where they're going to. uh they're going to lose a couple more games, but they're the better team. And they're, they're the team that you look at here. I would expect for them to uh, rise up in the power rankings quite a bit. And, you know, I, I joke and I talk about the rooting guide all the time, but I kind of believe in the rooting guide. When you look at the Tennessee Titans, the rooting guide said no problem with them winning. In fact, they're going to run away with that division. Look at everybody else in oh, that yeah. division. The yeah. Texans, the Jaguars, the Colts. So
3: no competition
0: there. <laughs> so the Steelers, the Steelers for Steelers sake, if the Tennessee Titans win, doesn't matter because yeah. they're going to win that division. Yep. So and you're you're looking at the, when you're looking at getting into the playoffs, you got to look at who to root for and that's a team that you're going to you're not going to have a problem with. You can root for them every week just not in week 15.
3: Yeah, I just realized I didn't answer my own questions. I didn't answer the first one, so I'll answer yeah. them both right now. Yeah, dude. The um, the biggest poser. I'm going with the Ravens because honestly, if something happens to Lamar Jackson, that team is done. He is carrying that team to everything that they're doing. Who's Next their backup one. now? It was he came in at the end of the game. It was um. Oh shoot, why can't I remember? But he played at the end of the game. Because, they got hurt. I think. Yeah. It, oh, I can't remember. um Someone will put it in the live chat. I watched him play a little. Oh, I know who it is too. Uh- uh, number two, I know that. <laughs> I just got oh, yes, number is. two.
1: Number two, number two.
3: Yes, um, <laughs> but I, so I'm going to say that the Ravens are the bigger poser. I'm going to say the Titans are the heart are the hotter team. The the basically the two losers from that question because you don't want to be the biggest poser and you would like to be the hotter team are the two AFC North teams because the biggest reason is I don't know that the, the Steelers have two other teams that they have a run for their money against is who's who has a better offensive line because the Bengals offensive line still looks absolutely rough and my goodness the Ravens offensive line this week or this game looked terrible as Lamar Jackson got sacked like 27 times it felt like um last question i just have to ask what sucks more the Steelers by week or Baker Mayfield <laughs> Baker Mayfield <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can get a dyson the best vacuum in the world, arguably. <laughs> and that doesn't suck as bad as Baker makes it. You know, <laughs> okay. the song Cleveland Rocks? I've yeah. changed it to Cleveland Socks, like yeah. Baker Socks. Yeah. And I've made oh. lyrics too.
3: Uh, Because I'll I'll be honest with you, I would love to see Baker Mayfield in uniform for this week because I think he's the worst quarterback on their roster. I've laid it out time and time again that they've surrounded him with the best offensive line in the NFL. And they didn't even need the two great rushers this past week. They had just some some guy no one's ever heard of running up and down the field for the Browns to win. All you need is a quarterback to not screw it up. And yet with him as the starter, they were three and three. Mama didn't raise no wuss. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be back after this to talk about more nonsense or about the, the week that was in the NFL. Stay tuned.